Hello everyone, this is Michael from Kendo World and welcome to our latest KED Talk. Uh, we're here today with Christian Filippi from Italy. Uh, Christian has been training in Kendo for 28 years and he holds the grade of Renshi Rokudan. Uh, he's had a great uh, competition career during his time. Uh, he's competed in nine European Kendo Championships, winning the team event once, uh, five World Kendo Championships, and finished in third place. Has been Italian champion four times. He also holds uh, first dan in Aikido as a trainer for the Italian Tennis Federation. And since retiring from the Italian national team, uh, he's been the Croatian coach uh, since 2015. So, uh, Christian, uh, please welcome to KED Talk. Thank you very much. I say hello to everybody who are here now, and thank you for this chance. <laughs> oh, we're very pleased to uh, very pleased to have you here. Um, so, uh, how has the situation with uh, Corona been in Italy regarding kendo? I know back in the UK. Uh, practices just started um, a couple of weeks ago. How are things in Italy? And we're recording this on May 23rd in 2021. So, uh, yeah, how have things been there? Yeah, uh, here in Italy, we are playing only agonistic players. Uh, so from the end of February, the last February, uh, we started again. Uh, of course, was... <clears throat> was a sad period. I mean, of course, it's sad because of pandemic. But uh, talking about kendo, uh, many people lost one year or, or over than one year. Actually, uh, as I told, we started again, but many people are still scared. So uh, it's not easy to to find out people who feel safety. In Keiko, uh, we actually are using the plastic mask on Mengane uh, during during regular Keiko when when we have uh, full bogu, <clears throat> and during the suburi or without without men, we are using the mask because indoor is uh, 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 obligatory the the mask. Even you are making sport, you are doing sport. Uh, outdoor, you can be free to uh, to move without without a mask but so there are there are groups who are meet are heavy meeting in the public gardens uh doing suburi all together and it's also a good promotion for the club in somehow because the people around are looking at uh, those strange people <laughs> who are doing strange things <laughs> so yes it is uh, funny and also is a good way to rebuild a kind of a good feeling coming back to play together. So it will be not uh, fast, in my opinion, to come back at usual normality. Uh, we will need, I think, a few months before, before to feel again uh, like in the past, before coronavirus. Period. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, that's good that I think you're at least being able to practice outside. And as you said, that uh, it's probably been a great advertisement for, for your kendo club. So hopefully when things go back to normal, you're going to get not only the people that have been regularly practicing, but maybe a few a few new ones that have seen you screaming and shouting in the park. And um, Exactly. Especially the kids. 
<laughs> because them always you say shut up and here finally them can <laughs> can uh, uh, use big voice so maybe i've seen some pictures on uh facebook of people out in i think it was in rotterdam in holland people training outside yeah. in the park as well with full bogu on and um so yeah, it, yeah. All, all around Europe, I think there are some clubs. Yeah, Rijeka, for example, staying in Croatia, uh, are, are having full Keikon with Bogu also outside in public space, for example. So yeah, there are some realities uh, that are, are using that system. <coughs> so I think uh, yeah, in Japan at the moment, we have to wear the, the kind of um, cloth mask it goes over our nose and our mouth. Yeah. And then most people, I think we also have to wear a plastic guard that goes inside the men as well. And I did have one yeah. that goes over the the eyes as well with a with a small gap Double. between. But yeah. Hardly yeah. anybody hardly anybody wears this eye one now. It just steams up really quickly and it's it's hard enough with a with a mask, but at, at least we're at least we're still able to do it. So I think that's you know, kind of good. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, hopefully, <laughs> um, before not too long, things will get back to normal and competitions will resume and things like that. Crossing fingers, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, as I mentioned in your introduction before, you've been training in kendo since you uh, for twenty eight years. So, since you were thirteen, yeah. is that right? Thirteen. 13 years, about around 13 years old. So <clears throat> what led you, yeah. to, uh, what led you to, to walk into a dojo and start start practicing kendo? Yeah, uh, I started, first I started with Aikido uh, because I had difficult, I, I was a difficult kid. So my parents were searching for something uh, helpful to give me right education and to manage my energies. <laughs> so um, yeah, uh, when I was around six years old, uh, I started with Aikido. Uh, I, I, I enjoyed a lot. I learned how to, to move my body, uh, how to... Uh, the, 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 the basement of my coordination and everything. And then in the same, in same time, I was playing almost everything because I, like, I always loved the sports. So, of course, uh, with my friends, the skiing, soccer and everything. But in, in, the, in Kodokan, because I was born in Alessandria, so I started with Aikido, with uh, Nando Magaroto sensei in Kodokan Alessandria. And uh, after uh, I saw Kendo, because Nando Magarotto was also um, Kendo sensei, Kendo teacher. And immediately after Aikido lesson, uh, started a Kendo lesson. And when I was waiting for my, my parents to pick me up, of course I was giving a look around. I, I was really attracted by, by Bogu, uh, this fashion mask. I love the, the the atmosphere, the big ki and everything. And I was really fashioned from that. So, but I was too 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 young at that age. Uh, was really uncommon to find out kids courses 
I think wasn't in all the Italy territory, maybe in Sicily something, but but uh, really kids courses wasn't. So <clears throat> I, I had to wait for, and finally, uh, I'm sorry, there is a talk. <laughs> he's, he's driving, yeah. Uh, finally, uh, around the second year of my medium school, so around 13 years old. Okay, I had chance to, to try that. And I, from that moment, I never leave it. So uh, I, I uh, went on with uh, Aikido and Kendo till 19 years old. And then I moved uh, in uh, Verona for university, sport university. In that year, I decided to be focused only on Kendo because it was difficult for me to manage my my life with uh, Aikido, Kendo, and all the other activities, and was the first experience out outside of my parents' house and everything. So, uh, okay, I decided Kendo was uh, really for me right choose, and uh, so I I'm still here mm -hmm. uh, today. Yeah, uh, the, the 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 most difficult year was uh, exactly the first year of university. So uh, around 19, between 19 and 20, uh, I was there alone. The first experience out, outside of my parents' house and Kendo Club changed also because of course I moved uh, in another town and I was really, really close to stop uh, my Kendo way. Uh, I need to make bit order in my mind to find out a new personal balance and uh, fortunately I met people very positive people who convinced me to to stay in Kendo and I started to play in some seminars that usually I never been before uh, so I'm meeting new people again and you know the fire was born again and uh, really I am very thankful to that period because I was so close to to, to give up, but uh, in the same time, uh, really, uh, I change uh, in a new way uh, how I I leave Kendo from that moment. So it was very important that 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 year for me. <clears throat> so that was in your first year of university around that time when when Kendo yeah. became your definite your definite exactly. Full on focus. So exactly. roughly around that time, how many times a week were you training at, at that age? Uh, I've, uh, in that age, uh, only, I mean, in that year, uh, my first year of university, only twice a week and not always. That was one of the worst points because the new club wasn't structured uh, like uh, Kodokan was. And there there were a teacher, but was a kind of group of friends and people maybe didn't come without any message or something. So maybe I was always there and often I was alone and the teacher didn't wasn't able maybe to to teach one-to-one uh, -one, to have a good lesson one-to-one -one like that so sometimes okay we are only me and you and so okay we you are free today you, there isn't keiko and of course was uh, for motivation was really 
negative that point. But then I started to move in cities around uh, Verona, like Brescia, especially the first period, and uh, in uh, Livio Lancini Sensei Club, uh, or Zago Sensei Club also. Uh, both of them are in Brescia area. And from Verona, I was able to move by 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 train, I was poor in that age, so I didn't move by car. Yeah, and car in that age, uh, only public services, and uh, so I invested my few monies only following seminars and lessons outside of Verona. Uh, I tried to do my best sacrifice to to follow, and uh, when I started to to move around, I really discovered something new, new people, new methods. And, uh, okay. I was, I, I fell down in love <laughs> again for a second time with a new, totally new, new vision. That was a point. <clears throat> That's a really important part about, um, Degeko as well, you know, going to different places outside of your own club. I mean, I suppose it's a yeah. bit different for you in that situation that you only had maybe two practices a week and not all of them happened. So you felt like you had to go and find other places, but particularly where I live here in Japan, there's definite practices every week, but still you still go to different places and try and fight new people. So yeah, I think that's obviously a very important thing for you. I think that that story shows the the importance of getting out of your, getting out of your immediate area and, 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 in fact, yes. In fact, uh, after that experience and uh, later when I started to, to teach, uh, the first lesson I passed to my students is to have as much experience abroad as possible because uh, the club, especially the, in the first period of your way, is very important to fix the basis and to show you the, the main way. But then you have to share your experience with other players and uh, check at other methods. Uh, sometimes you try to, to teach something, but if someone else says in different way, the students keep the message better. Uh, some, it's like, uh, like parents. <laughs> Always them says the same thing, but if, if you listen the same thing from another people, ah, yes, yeah, you are, are open to, to receive the lesson. So sometimes it's really useful. The point is to have a, a teacher uh, with who you can talk and you can share the experience. When I was 19, I hadn't. That was the point. That w- that's why I was close to stop because uh, every experience uh, were to me and I tried to talk with my parents, but no one of them is kind of players. Uh, so a guide is really important uh, in life as everything, of course, not only in kendo. <clears throat> Oh, so that's yeah, a re- really good thing then that that happens that you've started to able to to go around and, and find other places. So, roughly, uh, yeah. uh, at what age did you enter your first Italian championships then? I won. You mean, or I well, the, I, I played the first time you entered, the first time you you took part. The first time you played, uh, took part. Uh, yeah, so I have the uh, I have to open a little chapter because <laughs> in Italy when I started, there were being three different federations, and uh, I was start I, I started kendo in 
FIK was uh, Italian, uh, sorry, um, Italian Kendo Federation. Okay, and uh, uh, and that federation wasn't in uh, EKF. So I started with an official Italian championships, but I started for me in that age was my Italian championship. And uh, then later I discovered the politics behind the practice. Uh, and uh, around 18, I moved uh, in Confeder Italian Confederation Kendo. So actually CIK. Uh, so the same, uh, the same actually recognized from EKF and uh, uh, work and the Federation too. So <clears throat> yes, I be part of Italian championship. First time I was uh, 14 in juniors category with X federation, uh, not official federation, we can say. And uh, in the official federation, I was 18. Uh, my, I was lucky because uh, in that age, weren't so many young players in Italy. So in combination with my age and the number of other same age players, I was talented. Uh, so I had ch chance to, to, to fight immediately uh, as soon as I was 18 in, uh, in Udansha, Udansha competition. Um, and from that moment, the year, one year later, so uh, around 19, in the same age of my first university year, I had chance to, to see uh, Italian team training uh, and to have the first touch uh, from outside, but the first touch, the first meeting with an, uh, that age national team. And after, uh, after 19 years old, I was being in the, in the national team, Italian team training. And then I always been inside. So yeah, no, I started soon for something maybe too soon in a top division, in my opinion. Uh, as well, I started too soon as teacher in Samao because I was 23 when I started to teach. So everything happened very early in my age. But mm -hmm. the other sides give me other points, good points, and some other points missed. <laughs> when you started too soon something, yeah, maybe you keep you take responsibility in somehow, but at the same time you lose a uh, chance to live your age, to be uh, egoist enough to think only to yourself. That is the point. <clears throat> so you have to be focused around you, not only on yourself and uh, things like that. Okay, so, so that was 1998 was your first Italian champion? Yeah. 1998 yeah, yeah. and you, you joined yeah. into the national team at that same time or you became uh, 1999 so you, 1999 so you became part of like the the training squad i guess part of the training mm -hmm. yes uh, part of the team was 2001 uh my first european championship in bologna so how how were those first two years then from from becoming like a, a squad member until your debut in the, the European champs. What, what did you learn in those two years or what was the biggest challenge you had to overcome in, in those two years? Yeah, um, mainly at the beginning, uh, the rhythm, 
the rhythm of my my kendo changed. I mean, uh, my my approach is too my too much offensive, and of course, if you attack too much, always no uh, is strategically. I really I was zero. I wasn't able to think uh, about the strategy, to think about how to win, to beat your opponent differently from only attacking. So I was using only my speed before and stamina and somehow if you don't don't win immediately of course but wasn't enough then uh, my also technical level changed a lot because uh, i was uh, efficacious talent was but very rude technically talking uh, coming from aikido i was using a lot of my right arm because you know the kamai in aikido is a bit twisted on is not Uh, like in kendo and also my left foot is was being and also now sometimes happen uh i'm still a bit too much uh inside no uh twisted on inside uh so yeah uh, so i i rebuild my kendo from the basis how to train uh, suburi before was just an habit i'm warming up but suburi is not warming is already technique uh so i have to put inside right breathing right control right uh direction of the blade and i really rebuild from zero my kendo that was in uh, somehow frustrating because was to discover it was like discovered uh okay i start from kendo uh for the first time was the same so everything was was in discussion from that moment and of course also my confident with my skills uh, i lost it because uh, i wasn't uh, i i wasn't in good confidence with anything of my uh, of myself because everything was rebuilt in rebuild in process mm-hmm. and one year i spent to to rebuild my kendo and then uh, really i switch in another level uh, i was Uh, strong enough to to stay to to be patient and to to fight for one year with this uncomfortable feeling but then really uh, the payback was being great i i changed totally the level of my my kendo and so so also also the shiai performance was really different so that year, two years uh, was to like learn kind of uh, another type of kendo everything new <clears throat> so those, those two years gave you then a good new base from which to work from and then you you took part as, as your your first ekc was in 2001 the first time you were a member of the team um where, yeah. what championships was that in 2001 in uh, bologna ah bologna bologna Yeah, was in Italy. I uh, honestly, in that that year, I uh, would prefer uh, abroad because I was happy. I mean, in the national team, finally, I want to travel around the world. And this year, the European is in Bologna. Okay, thank you. <laughs> But <laughs> you know, I was young. I want to to have a trip around, no? So, um, but. Of course, I was very, really proud to be there. I was, uh, we were being seven. I was the seventh 
of the team, but the destiny, the destiny uh, wanted I I play in team. Even the the top five were more expert than me, but uh, were been some injury, something like that. Uh, so I had the chance to fight semi-final and final. Semi-final is this. I still remember with the Sweden, and uh, I scored my first uh, European Ipon uh, in Jakudo. So I, I I was uh, very nervous. I was so nervous that I reacted in unexpected way. That's why I strike Ipon, not because I was able really and confident, but because I I was only heart and nerves. <laughs> so that's a uh, hell of an Ipon to take on your very first one in competitions, Gyaku Do. I don't think I, I don't yeah, think yeah. I've ever heard that before. For one, for one, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have the piece still in my room of that one, and then um, that, yeah, yes, and then was individuals. In individuals, I uh, I fought. I didn't expect so much for myself. I was already happy to be there. And, uh, okay, it was light. Let's do what I am able to do. And uh, was already big uh, score to be there. So let's see what's happened. And anyway, I overlapped the pool. I perform, performed uh, well, in my opinion. I felt good. I lost uh, too easily, to my opinion. I lost uh, against uh, Volquist. In that in that competition, he strike me man, but too too easily in my opinion. I could do something more, but I was uh, uh, yes an expert, and uh, maybe I should pretend something more for myself since the beginning. So, in that was my first experience. <laughs> oh, wow. And then from then, yeah. your first world champs was in Glasgow, two thousand three. Yes. So uh, yes. So you, ah, finally, that you finally got to travel abroad like, like you wanted to travel. <laughs> yes. And um, honestly, it was fantastic. Um, we, as Italian team, I'm talking, uh, we catch the third place. And of, of course, that will be enough to be uh, proud of that experience. But it's not, not only for that. Uh, really, uh, I felt inside of... Uh, international event, really international. I mean, the arena was full of people uh, and there was uh, Elisabetta the Queen. And uh, uh, the atmosphere around people asked me, you know, the the sign oh, down yeah. to the picture. Yeah, I don't know in English, sorry. Uh, uh, yeah, right. signature. Mm-hmm. Yeah, signature, thanks. Uh, under the picture, I, I felt like a star, even I wasn't, uh, of course, but but in that period, uh, in, the, in that experience, uh, really happened everything in perfect way. The, the feeling with the team, the team was uh, half new, me, Mandia, Likausi, Soldati, all around the same age. I mean, uh, not over two years uh, difference between each other. And all the team, it was perfect mix. So um, the, the older the older members uh, did a great job passing them experience to us. And we were very motivated, uh, step by step, discovering we were able to, to fight uh, against people who, from outside, we consider stronger than me, than, than us. I mean, in that World Championship was Ega, 
uh, I fought against him. Maybe he doesn't remember to me, but <laughs> I was able I was able to fight against him in semifinal uh, against against Japan in semifinal, and I was against Ega. And um, the, the 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 funny story was in the pool. I didn't perform so well. I was too much emotive, maybe uh, stressed. And the first match, I was rigid again. Uh, I fought against uh, Blake Bennett, <laughs> New oh, Zealand. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> we know Blake very well, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> he beat me. And uh, I don't remember 1-0 or something, but I, I anyway, he beat me. And uh, coach immediately, okay, kicked me out from the team in the second match of the pool. And I, I suppose that my chance uh, was fell down. Uh, but the, the player uh, who played in state of mind in the second match did uh, even worse than me. <laughs> so after a game, uh, I came back in the in the in the team and it was great because uh we uh fought against hungary the hungary team in that age was really strong and uh i i was the the fifth and the fifth i i met uh hardly hardly actually is hardly sensei uh was a european champion from the year before, and I was able to beat him, and th that victory permitted to my team to pass over the the, the match. Uh, I beat two one, and I had to to beat him, so I made the difference in that match, and was great. And the next uh, was Brazilian team. Brazilian team was of course another level of kendo compared uh, our level, but our heart did the miracle. And we were able to to won. I won against Sato Sensei, the fifth one again, 2-0. I was able to, to win that match. Uh, even that Kendo was much higher than us. But uh, yes, we really did something special. And then we had too much, too long time before the semi-final to understand what we were able, we were being able to do. That uh, calm down a bit our uh, magic moment, break it in somehow, because we recognized, wow, we are in semifinal. Uh, should would be better if we didn't break and go on without nobody says anything. Maybe we against Japan, we could uh, do something more. But uh, anyway, yeah, that world championship is actually uh, still my, my favorite experience. Uh, in uh, in world championship. Out of all of your yeah. WKC, that was the that's still your your best one, your your best memory. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because so, it was the first. Because we, uh, because everything everything worked perfectly. Yeah. So <clears throat> at that time, then when when Agar was in the uh, in that world championships, obviously. He, he got legendary status for that that ski in the uh, playoff for the team champ. Exactly, I I, think, I was a few meters from that ski. Oh, uh, so <laughs> yeah, I, I think was he the reigning All Japan champion at that time, or had he had he just was it two or three years before that he was All Japan champion? I think, but uh, uh, not in the year, N not in that year, not in that year. I think it was uh, I don't remember. I don't remember the name of Japan champion, but I had him in the pool, individual pool. 
That was a. He, he I was, don't remember uh, the name. I think was it Iwasa? Maybe. I think maybe. Maybe, maybe he was a sensei. Maybe. But, yeah. But when you you're going up against, obviously, yeah. I mean, Ega Sensei didn't have the reputation then that he has now. But but even still, yeah. you're going to fight. You know, a former All Japan champion, seventh dan, obviously a member of the Japan team. Um, how do you kind of prepare yourself mentally for for that type of for that type of match? Because obviously it's one for like for people that I guess that are not in Japan. They they all want to test themselves against somebody yeah. from Japan or the Japan team, but it's it's a big ask. It's a big a big challenge. Yes, uh, honestly, uh, we weren't we were unprepared. That 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 is the right. All of us were unprepared. Um, we just had a magic magic. Uh, moment, magic days, because outside of the competitions, the team, sorry, the people were being able to build a team, but wasn't, uh, didn't come out from a really preparation. Uh, so against Japan, we didn't expect to arrive there. That is the truth. And uh, each one of us were uh, fighting just with enthusiastic energy, but without any kind of strategical point or mental preparation. And uh, that was been for a long time our weakest point, in my opinion. Uh, and somehow uh, a mental coach is able to do more than technical coach. Uh, I mean, the, the, the mind is everything is able to control the emotional part, the physical part, injury when it happened, and technical coordination. So, uh, no, we weren't we weren't prepared. That is the the truth. <laughs> if, if you could, yeah. if you could go back and do it all again, how would you have changed your preparation? More mental training, or more technical training, or, or more mental? Myself to to to, my, to myself mental because my weak my weak point is mental. Uh, I I during my career, for example, I never won European Championship. I been in quarter to final for four times, and I received uh, uh, fighting spirit three times. But I never over, overlap that step to receive the the medal because uh, uh my mental wasn't stable enough that 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 is my weakest point so of course i yeah i need technical preparation because ega <laughs> is and was in that age and always been uh upper than me about techniques i need physical training of course because you have to prepare everything body and techniques but mainly my mental training is the hardest to my opinion to to my opinion so um, what i will be focused more is mental yes okay so you in in total you took part in five world championships the last one yes. being 2015 in tokyo exactly so you already knew going into that world championships you already knew that that this would be your last one? Had you made that decision or did that the decision yes. to retire come after? 
No, yeah, yeah. Uh, I already knew. Uh, honestly, uh, I didn't pass a good year that year. I was in um, in selection. Uh, sorry. I applied myself to be selected for national team uh, because I loved to 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 pass my experience uh, to the other members uh, in agreement with uh, in according with uh, with the coach of course uh, I was there to be selected but truly inside of myself I didn't think to be to be in the team uh, so I did my best because I love to have training with the best player of my country and uh, to pass them the best chance uh, for the next European uh, World Championship. But at the end, I discovered to be selected and I was surprised. But when I, be, I, uh, I discovered to be selected, I understand immediately what was my rule. My rule was to be a kind of coach inside of the team. I mean, the most uh, expert player in the team. And uh, so the, the, my focus was more around of uh, the, the team and the other players, much more compared myself. In fact, I didn't play individual. I played only team competition, but we get Korean uh, team in, uh, in the pool uh, and Turkey. And we won against Turkey, but we, uh, we lost against Korean teams, so we didn't go on. Uh, but after that year, I was really full, full of uh, many things, many uh, ideas, many dubs. Uh, so I stopped with competitions for a year, one year and a half, uh, to uh, find out again uh, my why I'm here to play, why I'm doing kendo, why. Uh, what is funny in competition? What is interesting in Jigeiko? I I had to to make a new balance in my in my mind in my mind after that year, and um, in during World Championship I was already in time of crisis like that. But I kept strong to 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 be able to enough to arrive on World Championship, and then I stopped and clean up the situation and okay and find out your balance again so <clears> I, I guess for for finishing your your world kendo champions career it was a, a good venue in which to finish at the the budokan in tokyo in japan and um, yeah fantastic venue that was my 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 plan yeah i mean when i discovered okay i'm closing the fifth one five World championship are a lot in the career and in Budokan in Tokyo. I mean, what what else was was great? Yes. Yeah, great send off. So that was so that was 2015. So then you obviously changed from being uh, a competitor to being a coach, and that was with the Croatian national team. When when did that start? When did you get yes. involved with them? But. Uh, I have to say just little, one little thing. I didn't stop to at all to, to be competitor. I mean, I stopped for a period to clean up my mind, but uh, I still compete sometime from time to time oh. uh, because I want to maintain myself in connection with the new generation of Shaisha. And uh, because I, I'm also a referee and it's important to challenge yourself 
and to to cross Chennai with the new member of national teams in Italy, but also abroad. Um, so I still I compete two, three, four times a year, but I do to not lose the habit. <laughs> we can say. Coming back to to the to the question. Um, in Kitamoto seminar, I met uh, Marco Lukic. Marco Lukic is the act- actually president of Croatian Federation, but in that age wasn't yet. Uh, we met each other like 10 years earlier, and I didn't remember, honestly, uh, but Marco recognized me because he'd been in a seminar in Trieste in Italy, northeast of Italy. Um, a- 10 years before, and he met me in the toilets in Frankfurt airport during the flight change, and he recognized me. Ah, ciao, how are you? And I say, uh, for sure, he's kind of player. So um, I answer back, even I didn't re- recognize him like I know him. So, ah, ciao, it's fine, you like this. And I, I was thinking, who is him? Who is him? And uh, then uh, during the flights, talking to each other, I say, okay, I have to be honest, I don't remember about you, <laughs> where we meet each other. <laughs> so he reminded me, uh, ah, in Trieste, like that, okay. And honestly, we find very, very, very well with each other. Uh, we spent a great week uh, in Kitamoto, uh, not only because um, we was playing together, but Outside of practice, uh, he's a really intelligent and very high culture person. So very interesting to talk with him uh, about everything, every subject. Uh, and uh, really uh, was was uh, was born a good friendship, very good friendship. And few months later, less than one year later, he proposed to me to to go in Croatia. In Croatia. Uh, uh, there is a, a summer camp. Come, uh, come with us. We enjoy together. Okay, I I been there, and uh, with my actually wife at that age wasn't yet, and um, during that seminar, that camp, he and uh, the other member of federation uh, proposed me this crazy idea. I mean crazy because uh, I didn't. Uh, aspected uh, some foreign country uh, counted on me as coach. Uh, I mean, maybe in Italy, the people know me better, also as a club teacher. So maybe here is easy, easier. The people knows what I'm able to do uh, also as coach. But outside of Italy, I didn't expect uh, to receive this kind of of, of uh, chance, honestly. And uh, I didn't think about that. I said, yes. I said, yes, immediately. It's, it's cool. I want to do that. I didn't I didn't know exactly what it means, but I said, yes. And let's let's do it. And uh, we'll see what happened. And then uh, started like that. So during the summer, and then we planned uh, the next winter, the next season, but was compromised. 
the first the first year of collaboration was compromised because uh, was born my second son and was born was born in the late one month later than provisions. So it uh, I I had to delay uh, two meetings with national team. Then uh, happened a special snowing and the border between Italy and Croatia uh, was closed. So I wasn't able to go there. So at, at the end, uh, we had two or three meetings before European, no more. Uh, but uh, was uh, the first year, the first touch, and uh, we liked each other. Uh, my proposal was to spend uh, one year and to decide year by year what to do uh, for the future, because maybe with Mark and me, we are good friends, but uh, also the other members must... Uh, love my system and uh, I have to be understood from the players. Uh, culturally, I didn't know exactly what Croatians means. So the first the first uh, things I did, uh, I studied history of Croatia. So history uh, in the last uh, three centuries uh, of all the Balkan areas from Russia to Turkey to understand where culture of Balkan people come from and what means today to be Croatian, uh, what kind of difference there are, there are between Croatians, Serbians, Montenegro and all that part because in school you learn but it's really, really not enough. Uh, you have to grow deeper uh, so you can talk with people uh, knowing what button to touch and what is better not to touch. <laughs> what is possible to understand from them and what maybe is better to avoid. And um, so first of all, I try, I try to understand the people, the culture. And then I try to pass my experience using that kind of communication level. That was my first job. In the first two years, I did this job. And honestly, it was a great experience for me. I still have a great uh, a connection with some members of the Croatian Federation. Uh, so we're being five years full of uh, satisfaction because we obtained uh, fighting spirits every year. And also we were able to build a ladies team. My first year, uh, I had only uh, three players, ladies. So the, the team were only three members uh, against five members. Uh, even that, we overlapped the pool. And uh, uh, and then we lost. But I mean, for a team of three against five, it uh, was been a great score. And um, so my second step after culture and passing my ideas, my vision of Kendo and my skill in competition, I try to build up a system because without a national system, uh, you don't have any national team. I mean, it's really important to build up the basics, uh, the base, sorry. So numbers of uh, members, number of members, uh, the quality of course uh, of the people who already are playing, the promotion part. So I was uh, involved in many, uh, many subjects, not only uh, coach, but I was involved in uh, federal uh, activities. Uh, so I learned uh, many things because I didn't cover only one little rule, but 
I was involved in many other uh, many other things, and uh, that that experience was really complete uh, from my my point of view. And actually, I can see the things in different way because my vision is richer compared before. <clears throat> Oh, so when I heard that you'd become the the coach of the Croatian national team, I didn't realize that it, in, it had involved so much in trying to like build the the federation up. And so that's a it's a really huge undertaking that you've uh, that you took on with that. It's a really big challenge. But obviously, for the record that you said, um, yeah, they've been to three European Championships and one World Championship as coach and got the fighting spirits with them. Um, so from from yes. th- thinking uh, as a competitor, what, what are the big lessons from, from you being a competitor? Have you been able to, to want to teach to the Croatian members or have been successful in teaching them? First of all, to be a team. That is the, the most difficult point generally, to build up a team. A good team feeling good team spirit is able to push up also the best individual player. I mean, if you are uh, a group of singular players, you can be a phenom, but he's only a talent. You have to become a really team so you can use an energy bigger than only your own energy. And that was uh, was really important to pass to them. My, I think one of my best points uh, personally as character of myself is to build up a team spirit. Generally, I'm able to make a group. And uh, uh, so I, I, try, I tried immediately to do that. Uh, the choose the, of Croatian Federation was on foreign coach because because in that way, there is someone who is not uh, conditioned, uh, sorry, influenced uh, from the clubs. So what was important, to my opinion, is to connect the clubs between each other. Okay, so this, this is already a kind of team feeling. So you are not only Zadar club, Rijeka club, uh, etc. Zagreb club, uh, but you are one country. One country means you are there and you are a representative of a bigger system. So even you are fighting an individual, you have a flag before, a name of your country before the flag, then the flag, and just as the last point, there is your name. So you are just a member of a bigger system. Without that system, you can't be there. That is the point. The older players uh, permitted to you to be here today because without them, <laughs> will be never Kendo Croatian team or Kendo Croatian Federation. So if you pass this message and each one is able to respect the rule of each one, each one else and to uh, them start to work together, if each one uh, doesn't care about what the other rules does, of course, no one is respect, respecting uh, the other rules and the other people. And without respect, it's impossible uh, to work together. Without work together, there isn't a team. There is nothing. There isn't a federation. There is nothing. <clears throat> so ha- has it been, like obviously, 
you're in charge of a team that's in another country. Has that what kind of challenges has that brought up? The fact that you know, if, if you were living in Croatia, I suppose you could have a, a much more hands-on type of approach. But obviously, you're in another yes. country. What what sort of challenges does that have, and and, and how have you been yeah. able to overcome them? Ma, yeah, uh, I think if I would be if I would live in Croatia, I would be able to give more, or in somehow to give uh, maybe. Yeah, in somehow more, more. I mean, uh, not about technically, but for example, the language is my first limit. I'm talking English as you listen, so enough to be understood, but it's not high level of English. And something I can explain uh, in Italy, and I can pass a kind of message. Sometimes I don't feel confident to be able to pass in another language in English. I try to understand a bit of Croatian, but honestly, it was really difficult for me. I I never learned uh, Croatian language. And so uh, that was the first limit I felt. Uh, how to overlap these limits? Playing with that. So I always, uh, I was always being part of training. Uh, the major part of the meeting I not only lead the meeting, but I, I was always oh, uh, sorry. I was all, uh, also training with men and everything. The warm up before European, the warm up before World Championship. I was playing playing too with them. So I tried to pass what uh, what I feel inside with Shinai. That was my uh, my choose to overlap the language limit. And of course, uh, if I will be uh, in Croatia, I, if I will, I, if I will be living in Croatia, uh, it would be easier to to visit more often the clubs, to help the teachers, to involve the teachers in uh, in uh, a common way, and sharing my my goals with them because we met once a month, but. The rest of the month, I I would like the teachers help my job uh, doing regular keiko, doing uh, do, doing a good schedule, uh, a good plan of training, and uh, of course I passed this kind of message. But if I would be there, it would be easier to go sometime from time to time around the country and involve more in this kind of system uh, the teachers if the teacher uh, the teacher is involved in the federation um, plan i think he is more motivated to work in that direction and to share experience and to share opinions with the coach or developing coach or the national team coach. I mean, with some represent, um, representative person of, of the federation. So the, the connection, directly connection between top of federation, the head of federation and the members, I think is very important. If these those two parts, players and the head of federation are too far, there is a break. First or later, there is a break between and that should be never happen great fantastic so we're uh, th well thank you very much uh, we're, we're coming towards the end of the the chat now 
Um, there's actually yeah. one thing, one further thing that I wanted to talk to you about. And not only have you had a you know a great com- a career as a competitor, and also you're now you know highly involved in coaching, but you've also had time to write a book. You'll have to forgive my Italian pronunciation, but I believe called Una Nuova Visione, which I'm guessing in English. Fantastic. A new, <laughs> a new vision. A new vision. Yeah, a new vision. Yeah, yeah. So can you, for, obviously that, that's available in Italian. For those of us that can't um, speak Italian, what, what's, the, what's the idea behind that book? Yeah, uh, thank you for, for talking about that book. I'm really thankful for that. Uh, honestly, I was, I was preparing also an English version, but uh, I need the help of, for that and uh, need also longer time. So um, actually is not yet prepared, uh, ready, uh, but I hope in the close future um, there is also a, an English version because I really would like to pass uh, this kind of vision. This kind of vision, what is it? Is a new vision is new compared what Kendo is. That is the point. So the idea behind the book is uh, behind a Kenshi, there is a person. And that person is a, in somehow always an athlete. What means an athlete? It means there is a human machine that must work perfectly in coordination and uh, coordination skills you can train that so that is the idea behind the book and of course is developing talking about different ages different necessity different ages different skills also kendo talks about that especially in philosophic way but in the uh, in this book there is some ideas and this is only the first book i have already in mind to develop this kind of idea with uh, a kind of science uh, research uh, but need longer time so in the next next future i will do this kind of job um how our body react with some kind of provocation provocation i mean uh, uh, physical provocation if uh, you touch in this point i have a different uh, reaction compared if you touch in another point this is just a stupid example but uh, the the connection between nervous reaction system that pass through the muscle system that move the joints that are going to apply technically what we have in mind so this is a kind of machine we can train always. If you are top level competitor, of course, you have to be a perfect machine and everything must be uh, under your control and um, and uh, at best performance possible. But even you are just an amateur, just a passionate in kendo, you are having one skeiko a week and you are 60 years old, okay. But you can um, have mass, uh, more satisfaction and less injury if you work properly, that is the point. So of course the time and the rhythm of warming up is different compared to 15 years old who uh, train every day, no? And so the point is this machine, uh, can perform as best as possible, but also this machine can break it and we don't want to break it. So the physical preparation 
concerning performance and uh, uh, pre prevention. There is always, there are always two double meaning in physical training. If we consider this included in kendo practice, we really can enjoy more, uh, enjoy less, and uh, maybe playing longer. So you, you've already been kind of using these techniques when, when it's come to your coaching with the Croatia team? Uh, honestly, really, really few, because we will need a longer time uh, we had one experience about that, only one time. Uh, I host them in my club in Italy for one week, and I prepared a schedule for one week. So every day we had uh, kind of uh, physical training in the early morning, then breakfast, then uh, part of kendo training, then again physical preparation maybe in the water, then cycling, then uh, condition training and everything so mental coaching so all the day was uh split in different part of training all connected in kendo uh kendo training so in that day i was uh, training one subject so cycling uh free body and water training uh, must talk about that subject and kendo training of course, was been the maximum expression of that subject. But I was able only one time for one week because then it was difficult to organize again. Uh, the people are not professionists, so to save seven days uh, to be here, to investing only in Kendo experience, not in holiday, not with family, you know, uh, this kind of uh, project is possible uh, with the professional players or with the students who uh, um, who have more time to 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 dedicate uh, on training and uh, and, and like something like this yeah well that sounds really fascinating i think it's going to be a great use to to people that do kendo and uh, you know get them to think about yeah that's really interesting think of your your body as a as a machine and you obviously need to keep it maintained well yes. and looked after well in order to reach you know top performance so yeah i'm hopefully it won't be too long before uh an english version is ready i'm sure that we would uh we would all love to to have a look at that and uh, when it is ready um then i hope that you'll be able to join us again and and we can um we can uh, once we've had a read of it we can discuss the ideas in that even more so um it would be my pleasure. <laughs> yeah. So thank you very much, uh, Christian, for taking uh, a Sunday afternoon where you thank are. You. It's Sunday evening where I am uh, to talk to us thank today you very about much. your experiences and um, talk about your experiences and your competition and your coaching. I hope the people that are listening to this are going to be uh, get some good ideas from it. So Christian Philippi, thank you very much, and uh, we hope to see you again sometime. Thank you very much. I'm very thankful to, to you, to uh, Marco, who con connects uh, we, we two, the first, and uh, of course, Kendo World, who is hosting our, our conversation. And everybody who are here, I say hello, and I wish to all of you best, uh, healthy, especially in this crazy moment. So. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much. Bye, bye, bye.